0: Welcome to the podcast Bench Talk. I'm Jo Hilditch, High Sheriff of Herefordshire, and today I'm talking to Alan Blake, aged 90, who's walked up Everest through circuits of his very steep Riverside Garden. I first met Alan soon after I became High Sheriff last April, and we did a couple of circuits together. Since then, he has battled with various illnesses, including rheumatoid arthritis in his feet and pneumonia. But through all of this, he has just kept on walking. It's a real triumph. And it's mostly an aid of Parkinson's, of which his wife Valerie has suffered from for 20 years. Today, Bench Talk comes from his house in Hampson Park Road in Hereford, right on the River Y, just near the Victoria Bridge, where he's definitely sitting down now after all his exertions. Hello, Alan. How are you?
1: I feel fine, thank you. That's
0: uh, surprising, after all that.
1: I had good exercise for over a, a year. I've been walking... And I've walked 67,000 steps.
0: Wow. So have you always lived in Herefordshire? Just tell me a bit about your yes, your life. I've,
1: we came um, to Hereford from uh, Eastleigh after the Second World War. My father moved up here with my brother Warwick and Bill. They're both mm-hmm. unfortunately not with us, but my sister is, and she's, she's 95. When the uh, thirty-nine forty-five 45 war took place... My um, brother, Warwick, went in the RAF and uh, flew uh, oh, flew Wellington bombers and then he eventually came out and then...
0: You were a bit young to be involved in the war.
1: Yes, I was eight. You're right. Yeah. I'd, I've seen um, many aircraft, German aircraft, fly over. And I can remember the bombing of Robert Rotherus. and also I can remember seeing a Liberator crash into the mental hospital at Burghill um, Hospital um, when um, all the crew perished. There is a plaque in Burghill Church in memory of them.
0: So that was where you lived in Burghill at that point. I lived at you? Burghill yeah. at the
1: Cedars,
0: and so um, you you had a successful working life. I, I believe you were in construction.
1: That's right, Blake and Sons, building contractors, and uh, we did a lot of work. We did a lot of high-quality work um, through round three counties of Herefordshire.
0: You even built this house, I think.
1: I built this house, and when I uh, got married, after a short time, this house was completed. And we came in, and we've lived here um, ever since.
0: And you've got a couple of girls.
1: We have two lovely girls, Louise and Maria. Louise um, lives in Bath, and um, deputy head teacher, retired. And Maria, uh, that does my PR work, has her company, front row in London and Devon. And
0: Devon. Let's talk about your walk. So what on earth possessed you to do this incredible walk? What was your inspiration for it?
1: Well, the late Sir Moore, when I...
0: Thomas Moore. Yes. Sir Tom Moore, sorry.
1: Yes. When I saw what he was doing, but he had a, um, a frame to walk with on the flat, and I said, well, I'll walk up and down steps. He was 100, and I'm only 90. It would um, equal out. I then raised the money for Parkinson's, my wife, having these problems. Rotary Club, which I've been involved with for over 52 years. Hill Church, where the family's been going there for over 90 years.
0: So you're raising it for Parkinson's and for Burghill.
1: And Rotary Club.
0: And Rotary Club. Yeah. So just tell me how the walk works. So how did you start and what? how do the mountains work?
1: Well... To give me a, a object or a, a point of interest to attack, I said we'll arrange, carry out climbing mountains. So I started off in uh, Wales. Good and, place
0: to start, just over the border.
1: That's right. And then I went further. My daughter had climbed Snowdon and um, Scaffold Pike and a uh, few others.
0: So they'd done it for real?
1: They did it when they were at the cathedral, school. Yes,
0: and you were doing the steps around the garden yes. instead. So you yes. would do one mountain and then you'd do the next lot of steps which would higher. cover the next mountain, be a bit higher. That's right. So the mountains in Wales and then where did you go after that? Uh,
1: into Scotland and then uh, I decided then to go and do the Matterhorn and Mont Blanc. And then to go further I went to... Mount Cook in New Zealand. I then went from there to Tasmania because my sister's son is in Tasmania. I then thought right the next one is Everest.
0: But you always had the objective of going up Everest from the beginning or you didn't even know you were going to get that far? No,
1: no I just wondered how far I was get climbing the mountains in, in the British Isles.
0: So you started just thinking Great Britain. Yeah. And you ended up at the top of the Himalayas.
1: Himalayas, yeah. Yes.
0: And and your daughter Maria was telling me yesterday that you were even thinking of going off some other mountain in Pakistan.
1: Yes, well, it's the most difficult one and dangerous one.
0: Well, too dangerous for you, age 90. Yeah.
1: I yes, think you're, you're going to stop it there, aren't you? Yes.
0: <laughs> How many laps of your garden have you actually done?
1: Well, there's 120 steps in each circuit. Right. And I've done 556 laps. Wow. Which equals to 67,000 steps.
0: That's a lot of steps.
1: A lot of steps, a lot of footwear. Yeah,
0: a lot of footwear. Have you, have you worn out some pairs of shoes?
1: I have, yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> and you've got a lovely hat, I see, for when you're cold.
1: Yes, well, I thought that when I get up on Everest, i need, need some special protection.
0: So you've just finished today. What are you most looking forward to?
1: Well, having a rest. I'm sure uh, um, meeting you again
0: <laughs> that's very uh, nice
1: and uh, uh, looking to the next project
0: so how much money have you managed to raise altogether? and well, do you have a further target we,
1: we have reached 25,300
0: fantastic
1: my daughter that looks after it with the clerk of the course that's Valerie who mm. m- measures um, every day I walk and it's in Put into a large book as a record. We'll be in about uh, three months' time. We will wind it down, and I'm hoping everybody who's listening, yep. who hasn't yep. uh, sponsored me,
0: it's in my references. So if you want to sponsor Alan today, just go onto my links and you'll find a donation link where you can donate to his his fund.
1: Yeah, well, thank you.
0: Apart from this walk, you've given a great deal back to the community over your whole life. Just tell me about a few of the other things that you've done.
1: I've always liked to help the disabled or handicapped, and I was for 20 years um, on the committee at Number One Ledbury Road, where they had severe handicap and disabilities. I helped them uh, uh, buy one of their first vans, to take children around. And then, of course, the problem came in with regulations, with vehicles. Everybody had to be strapped in. We've had many great days and seen smiles come on children's faces.
0: And then, of course, there's the Rotary, which you've been involved with for many
1: years. I've done over 51 years now in Rotary. And, uh, of course, I've also did over 20 years, municipal charities. I have uh, done quite a lot for the Herefordshire.
0: I think somebody mentioned the cathedral to me as well.
1: Yeah, well, we worked on the cathedral. We were responsible for refacing four elevations of the tower. So you've
0: been right up on the roof there?
1: Oh, a lot of times. And one very dangerous time was when... Uh, I can't remember the year we had a tremendous snowstorm and the roofs were covered with and and the gutters um, on the nave and especially over the changed library uh, water was getting into the cathedral and I got some of the lads uh, to come and give me a hand and it was up over to my shoulders standing in the gutters
0: you wouldn't be allowed to do that now without scaffolding no. and safety harnesses no, no and everything No safety
1: else. in those days. It, it was getting... Were you
0: right on the edge?
1: Yeah. Um, well, you did have inside the walls a parapet. But anyhow, it, it just meant that um, we had to unblock the outlets.
0: So you saved the chain library?
1: Well, yes, we stopped water going in now and also on the Bishop Palace we had, to, we had to work like that likewise.
0: You must have lots of stories about the cathedral.
1: Yes, as a number. I could keep you here all day.
0: <laughs> so, so we're sitting in your lounge here and I can see some photos of some, some famous people. You've shaken hands yeah, with royalty. Yes,
1: well I was very lucky. Uh, I was met the, the Queen and the, the late Duke of Edinburgh and uh, of course the late Diana. Princess Diana, on two different occasions, um, and we had lovely chats. Um, so did you meet the
0: Duke of Edinburgh as well?
1: I met him, and he was. I just shaken the, the, the Queen's hand, and the Bishop then said to me, "Would I uh, explain what are the um, the drawing behind me? What does that illustrate?" And then I said what it illustrated and then the, the Duke uh, told me what he was responsible for and he was uh, a president of the Photographic Society of Great Britain and what I told him was in the Queen was incorrect. The Queen just winked at me, the Duke had to follow on. <laughs> I, w- w- I did have the honour of going to a tea party at Buckingham Palace and I said to Val, when I meet the Duke, I'm going to have a word with him. And uh, my wife said, if you do that, I'll leave you.
0: <laughs> so you never had another word with him? Yeah. How is Val? How, how is she with her Parkinson's?
1: Well, unfortunately, it's, it's getting worse. Mm. It's a horrible disease. And about five years ago, Val had the brain operation in Bristol, which did help.
0: I think it's different in every single case, isn't it, with Parkinson's? Yeah,
1: oh yes, Mm. yes. And she has a tremendous amount of tablets today, three times a day. She
0: must be rattling.
1: Oh, she must be, (laughs) yes.
0: Well, it's very important to raise money for, for Parkinson's, very important. Yes. We all love Herefordshire and you've lived here all your life, so my final question to all my interviewees is, what are your three top tourism tips For Herefordshire?
1: My my friends that come and stay with us, um, they always ask about Herefordshire. We um, always take them down to the cathedral and to the Map of Monday. And talking about the Map of Monday, um, our company built a case for the Map of Monday when it went away to London to be um, valued. I also take them to Webley. And to Lebron.
0: So the lovely black and white towns.
1: Yes, and uh, the different things in, uh, that you find in these different uh, little tiny villages.
0: Mm, tucked away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So much to explore, isn't there? There is. You haven't finished yet?
1: No, no. Before
0: you get to 100, maybe visit every village in Herefordshire.
1: Well, it's a good idea, Will, <laughs> but I think I'll go on four wheels.
0: Good idea. Thank you, Alan, for talking to me today. What an incredible climb you have had. No crampons, but a lot of willpower and amazing energy. At 90 years young, you have more energy than some teenagers I know, so a big pat on the back for all the money you have raised in aid of Parkinson's, the Rotary, and for Burghill Parish. You deserve your tipple of whiskey, or two, and I hope you will relax before you start your next project.
1: Thank you, hi, Shariah. Thank you for interviewing me, and it's a pleasure to meet you again. I always remember the walk around the garden.